Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Cartoon Action Hour, Captive Souls number seven. It's great to have you listening to these. We are one step closer to brand new Cartoon Action Hour. By brand new, I mean continuing where the gutter skypes left off many moons ago. Normally, I've been keeping just the episodes on this feed, the, the sessions themselves. I haven't been including Anim 5's opening and closing remarks. But in this case, I'm making an exception. I'm not including everything, but I am including part of it because this was so brilliant, I just didn't want to lose it. And since I'm the editor of the show, I can pretty much do what I want. <laughs> so, you will hear Anim introduce and close the session. And it'll all become clear. In the cast for this session, as was the case last week, but I was remiss and did not announce it, we have Lion Court as our game master, Blind Geek, that would be me, as Blade Star, and Anim 5 as Smack Chainmore. The great Smack Chainmore. Now, I could say, without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy Cartoon Action Archive Souls number 7. But I'm not going to yet, because there is something which I would like to get out here into the podcast feed land. I wish we were doing a session and I could have Josh's input as well, because he's one of the people behind what I'm about to recommend. But uh, that's not the case, and I didn't want to wait. So... Although, although we may talk about it in our next session, but since I'm not sure when our next session will actually be released, I wanted to get this out while the getting is still good and the product is still hot. X Games has been developing a game for quite some time, and they finally released it. The game is called Hobomancer. That's H-O-B-O-M-A-N-C-E-R. The setting is 1930s America, and the PCs are hobos, but not just any hobos. They're hobos who have learned to tap into the song lines. What are song lines? Well, they are what holds the fabric of reality together. And the hobomancers, of whom your PCs are a few, have been entrusted with the responsibility of keeping the fabric of reality safe and secure. And if that alone doesn't get your juices flowing, then I don't know what to tell you, because that is, I mean, my god. I've always been fascinated with hobo culture as it is, and adding a magical element and a pulp element to this, it's just right up my alley, and I think it's up a lot of people's alley who listen to this podcast. If you were attracted to the name Monkeys Took My Jetpack, that is almost a sure interest in pulpy adventure things. So the product is $14.99 US. It is available at rpgnow.com or drivethroughrpg.com or you can get it, as I did, from hexgames.com direct from the source and I highly recommend that you do we will be showcasing this on uh, monkeys took my jetpack if I have anything to say about it 
and yeah, those episodes may get bumped into uh, the current uh, time, even though I've got a few episodes that could be released before. Well, anyway, that's my decision, and I haven't quite made it yet, so I digress. Get the game. The game is awesome. It's a big book. It's 163 pages, and every one of them is full of creative gold. It's just an awesome game. So do check it out. The setting is unique. At least it's unique as far as I'm concerned. I had never heard of it before. And I expect great things to come from this game. And I look forward to reading or listening to actual plays galore. But enough about that. Let's get on with Cartoon Action Hour. Captive Souls number 7. Introduced by Anim5. Anim, I think uh, you have a phone call to make. Hi, yeah, listen, um, this is the beginning of the show. Yeah, I know. Can you tell me uh, what, what, what's up? What, what, what are we going to listen to? Well, I can't tell you everything. I know you can't tell me everything, otherwise I wouldn't listen to it. Yeah, all right, well, what it is is Cartoon Action Hour, number seven. Cartoon Action Hour, number seven, okay. Anything special about this one? Well, they're all special. I know. I mean, what do we need to know about it? Well, the same stuff that you should tell people. One, that you're Anim 5 and that you're in it. Okay. You should also tell them that uh, Josh recorded it and Blind Geek edited the whole thing. Okay. Good. Anything else? Well, it kind of has a lot to do with a very difficult thing. Can you be more specific than that? I knew you were going to ask me this. How did you know I was going to ask you that? Because I already asked me, and I'm you. This relates to the difficult thing, isn't it? Doesn't it? Won't it? It will have by the time you reach me. Oh, okay. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be saying all this stuff again, aren't I? Yes, you are. Here at the end of the show. That's who you called, isn't it? Yes. All right then. Time travel. Good luck. Why don't you just hang up and uh, let the people that downloaded the show listen to the show? It's Cartoon Action Hour. It's number seven. It's got a lot of cool, fun stuff that has to do with time travel and. I think they saw it coming because that's how you, how it uh, ended up in the last Cartoon Action Hour. They decided they were going to use that time amulet, remember? Oh. Well, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so they're kind of anticipating something like this. Right. Okay. Can I go now? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. don't remember us actually like solidifying anything we didn't because we thought we were going to be sightseeing yeah well mark kenny's original message is uh uh thank you very much you're on your own good night that's not actually what he said (laughs) (laughs) he said mick's got too much on his plate he's got to revise his uh work that he did the paying gig so he needs tomorrow night okay and then I just chimed in with, uh, okay, well, that's cool. I can use tomorrow night, too, and bloody blah, blah We'll meet on the 15th. What are we going to do? So if you've got something in mind that you want to run, then I would say let's go for it. Yeah. I really want to try 
the system that is used, I don't know if you're familiar with, there's a game called Hollow Earth Expedition. I have heard this name before. I think I might have even heard an actual play once long ago, but I can't yeah. I, there are a few out there, and those were what kind of got me inspired as well. Because I was trying to read this Gear Craig thing, and it's just, the book is, it's, and I got kind of impatient because the player's handbook is 256 pages long, and then you got the core rules for the system, because all their games use the same system. So if you're going to get the rules for, in general, I mean, it, it'll give you the specific rules for Gear Creek in the player's book, but then you've got to read the core book to get the idea of what the system is. So that's another 250 pages, right? I'm just thinking, good God. Wow. There's too many other games that are a lot easier to, to, I mean, I'll get to it eventually because it looks fun, but if I can do the same thing with the uh, ubiquity system, which is the system that Hollow Earth uses, and it's a really easy system. Cool. So uh, my thought was, although this doesn't really apply now, since we aren't probably going to be playing Satsi, my thought was after Satsi, I thought people might not want to do, I know we had discussed doing more pulp, but I thought they have two games out using this system right now. One is Hollow Earth Expedition, which is a pulp kind of thing. A little bit different from Satsi. It's a little bit less. Somebody described Satsi as a pulp superhero game as compared to Hollow Earth, which is more like an Indiana Jones kind of game. I mean, it's still over the top, but it's not quite as over the top as Satsi can be. Okay. The other game that they have is called Desolation, and it's a really cool concept. I'm a little anxious about GMing it because it's completely outside of my comfort zone in terms of tone. The overall plot, I haven't actually read the game book, so I'm just going by what I read that made me want to get it. There was a typical high fantasy realm, kind of Tolkien-esque. You know, everything was hunky-dory, and they had magic that was very powerful and used by almost everyone, and it was... And then they had what's called the Night of Fire. And no one knows what caused it or necessarily how it happened, but it basically laid waste to the world almost like a nuclear attack would here. And now magic is not nearly as reliable, and it's painful to use. The game takes place two years after this cataclysm happened, so your characters are all still dealing with the fact that they've lost, you know, in a lot of cases, their families are gone, their homes are definitely gone, they're wandering around and trying to survive in this new world. I mean, it's very new. Areas were reshaped. There's volcanic. It's like almost like a completely different place from what they knew before. But it's a lot darker than the stuff that I'm used to. But it still sounds pretty sweet. It's toasted Tolkien. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Honestly, you know, either one, I'm up for either one. The Hollow Earth Expedition Indiana Jones style thing sounds cool. And so does that. I'll probably do Hollow Earth just because if I only got a week to prep it, it's uh, a little bit more in my comfort zone, so it would be a little bit easier, I think. Okay, cool. But I do want to do the other one at some point because it's very intriguing, I think, the premise. We may rely on you for that. (laughs) Yeah, from what Mark was saying last time we gamed, it may be me GMing for a while, or unless Andros or you want to give it a shot. (laughs) You don't want me GMing, you really don't. (laughs) 
Uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, that's that's fine. Yeah, you or Andros, uh, and and that's you know that'll be cool. I just uh, well, I was looking forward to Mick running a Satsi game for uh, yeah our four characters, but you know it's not off the table. It's whenever he can get to it. Yeah. Boy, sorry, Josh. We're in on the <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We're kind of going off on the thing. That's all right. I got numbers to give you if you, because I got it ready here off the top for the modifications. I ended up with 12 pops by the end of the last game. Right. And uh, I think we got an additional three oomphs for being such good Weisenheimers with the commercial. <laughs> I would like to create another trait. Actually, I've got seven. Can I create another one? Yeah, you can have as many as you like. Okay. I would like to take the 12 pops and take four of them and create the Hammer of Shenzhen, hmm. which is a variation of the uh, gravity grip. Apparently, Smack Chain War really draws on the energies of the planet Zim, whereas he uses the, the power of the gravity of the planet to grab and hold on to something or draw it to him from a distance uh, the hammer of Shenzhen is a localized effect it's an attack trait he can concentrate the gravity of the planet and make it four to five times more powerful than it is so instead of going from one Zim G one, G, one gravity uh, if he's attacking an opponent then that, that the area of that opponent the gravity becomes 4G or 5G, essentially as if they've just been hit with a hammer of gravity, like suddenly they weigh four times more than they did for uh, for a few seconds or two seconds or right, four to seconds. Slow or something. Down, to slow them down. Slows them, slows them down or do damage. with the, Whatever the same effect. The chain does uh, an electrical damage effect of some kind, whatever right. it is, and this would be something along the same lines. So, uh, so I put that I put uh, created it with the four with four of the pops, and I like to add another uh, one, two, three, four, five, six pops to it to make it seven. All right. Does that work? One, two, th- yes, it does to make okay. it seven, yep. and that leaves me with two pops left over, which I would like to use to make Nimbus of Nimbleness instead of five, make it six. All right. I like your hammer idea. Hammer of Shenzhen. Dude's I stole getting badass. It well, I actually, I thought of it when I was in high school. <laughs> because of my friends kept going on about this great god, Fadiddle. He was an NPC character that somebody made up when they were doing the original uh, D&D. And he would do things like wall of fudge and rubber sword that doesn't <laughs> come out of its sheath and zero friction and... And I thought, what about gravity? Why not just make gravity more, be a hell of a weapon? So, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's pretty old. But uh, And then it was I was reminded of it because I was watching Mrs. Anum 5. I was watching Auntie Ed playing her paladin. And every once in a while, he would raise his arms and then this, uh, if you'll pardon the expression, million-pound shithammer of light would come down <laughs> on their, her opponent <laughs> And it'd be like, well, where did that anvil come from that just fell on my head? So, yes, Hammer of Shenzhen. All right. You guys are getting more and more equipped. 
Time to release yeah, some I, new action figures. Yeah, I thought, really, it's a, a great new um, accessory. So does that manifest itself as a physical or as a... Uh, There's no physical hammer now, right? It's just not. Like a, I mean, not physical hammer, but like a um, like if they were going to visually animate it, maybe. Well, the hat brims would go down. <laughs> uh, their footprint yeah. would be deeper. <laughs> Yeah. If they don't fall down entirely and make uh, an impression of themselves in the dirt, then their their footprints would be deeper. If they've got loose jewelry on a cheap chain, that's going to hit the deck. And <laughs> as if they're standing in a tube of increased gravity, whatever that would do, would do it. And I can't wait to see what happens when uh, you uh, try to use that trait and roll a one. <laughs> well, then I hate... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be fun. If I roll a one, it could have a reverse effect and just like launch me up into the air. Or so. <laughs> <laughs> like, yourself into the ground. Uh, either that, yeah, or have the opposite <laughs> effect, and everything made of wood within a twenty-yard radius suddenly becomes weightless or some weird crap like that. <laughs> whatever, whatever, unpredictable uh... results. Wow, now I almost want to roll a one. All right. Well, you guys obtained uh, the uh, medallion on the chain last time to uh, give you the ability to travel back in time. Yes, yes, we did. And if we meet anyone named Edith Keeler, I swear I'm going to deck you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Not this week. (laughs) But I won't rule it out. (laughs) Remember what happened the last time you gave me an idea. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I need to learn to shut the hell up. (laughs) You're in the forest. You have not traveled back in time yet. Currently, we have uh, Smack, Shaylee, Bladestar. They're all kind of gathered together in a clearing in the forest. You've been debating exactly... Blazing Yule Bee Forest. (laughs) You've been debating... (laughs) See, the Blazing Yule Bee Forest... You've been debating uh, exactly what time you should uh, use the medallion to go back to. We resolved that, though. At the exact moment. And uh, I'm going to let you guys figure that out. Also, the lion cub is still with you. Okay. (laughs) So that's where we're picking up the action, as it were. Let's pick up the action there, shall we? That's right. (laughs) God, I need to listen to them again. (laughs) <laughs> Can I make a game equipment request? What's that? That we're all carrying a little pouch of some kind of lion cub feeding treat <laughs> on us. <laughs> so sure, sure, that's fine. Whenever the thing gets to be a real big pain in the ass, we can just toss it one of these things. Because I'm sure the planet Zim is fraught with lion food. Right. Mm. You're, you're each carrying a uh, pouch full of dead sardines. How about that? Oh, boy, we're going to be fun to travel with. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I would recommend uh, not letting them sit for too long. Mm. Anyway. So not only now do we have this annoying cub trundling along behind us, but now we smell like mm-hmm. a Boston... Fish market. I suppose we're going to have to come up with a name for this thing. <laughs> yeah, but how do you put that on a bumper sticker? 
nothing's coming to me. Maybe you guys will come up with a name for it during the course of the story. Yeah, so you like figures. We finally get Shay Lee to be useful, and then we end up with this. Well, if it remains friendly to us and protective, let us re- let us remember it's going to get bigger. <laughs> Why do I feel like Timon and Tumba all of a sudden? <laughs> I toss it a sardine treat and wipe my fingers on my tunic. <laughs> Okay, it crunches, it crunches the uh, sardine and lays down on Smack's feet. Okay. We do need to figure out exactly what time we want to go back to, Shaylee reminds you. Uh, were you not here for the big event? Well, no, but we need to pin it down more precisely. We we want to go back and what stop the king's assassination, right? Yes, and we have to let the other uh, us. I, this is I hate. We have to let the other uses know that oh, they need to come. <laughs> <laughs> they need to come here tomorrow, or today, or. My God, my head hurts. Shaylee gives Bladestar an exasperated look. We need to make sure we give but. ourselves enough time once we get back to get through the tunnels of the, the people's stronghold to get to the king. But we don't want to get there too early either. Much will depend on when we assume the princess was attacked and captured. Are we going to try to go back and stop her from being captured in the first place? Yes, that was I the was plan. Hope that was the plan. Ah, I'm 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 slow. Apparently, I was oh, thinking we were just. Well, wait a minute. No, because if we do that, we're going to be there before we're there. Well, the point of us meeting ourselves in in the woods is to be sure that we originally don't go there. That we go instead to Timeland's Cave, where they will meet us and tell us what it is that we're supposed to do. So if we meet them in the woods very early on, before the princess is even attacked and captured, and redirect them to Timeland's cave, they can await us there, and events can play themselves out. We can then proceed to the cave of the Mer people, knowing where it is. Well, we kind of know where it is. Yes, we we were there. We yeah, but we had a guide, did we not? Well, no, you got to the beach. No, you you spotted. Yes, we went to the beach, and you spotted a landslide up the coast, and you, in fact, found the entrance to the cave. Well, the yeah, but we didn't get to the. <laughs> I know we went into the cave, and we had to get the spell cast on us so we could breathe underwater. And I thought that we had more of a trek between the time when we got to the cave to the time when we were actually in the. More people's. All right. So what we really need to do is go back. Apparently, I did. Yes. Yeah. No, I was says, "Well, you've thought wrong, sir." <laughs> we need to go back before the time that we arrived at the caves. Now, okay. So, which is would be before the time Princess Shasta was kidnapped. Warn them about that and the assassination attempt. And then as we're leaving, hopefully meet 
ourselves at some point and tell them to come here. Well, to Timeland's Cave, anyway. Is that right? I think so. Yes, I think that is right. If it's not right, it is now, because I'm... The mind boggles at the complexities of... of 80s cartoons. <laughs> or uh, time-turners. Yeah. I think that that is actually the way it should be. But does anyone have any idea when exactly Shasta was kidnapped? No, that's what I was trying to say. You know, for Knights of Shinseen, the two of you seem remarkably indecisive. Let us go back four days before we arrived at the cave. I think I liked her better when she was turned to stone. Let us go back four days before we arrived at the cave and meet ourselves in the woods as we were journeying toward the coast. We can redirect ourselves there. Once we've redirected ourselves, we can make a beeline for the cave at greater speed than we were making before. If we do not find the princess's sand dollar medallion out in front of the cave, then we'll know that she was not captured. Yes. That should give us plenty of time to prevent her kidnapping and attack. Something else to consider might be that you, Shaylee, may wish to trade places with your stone past version of yourself so that she, with the helmet of Zim in her stone form, can travel with us when we go to the Mer people. And you can lead our earlier selves, Bladestar, and me, to Timeland's Cave at Bloodstone... Wait a minute. Bloodstone Mountain? What the hell's the name of that place? Yeah. You got it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Scar- <laughs> scares me that I remembered that. Let's lead them to Bloodstone Mountain. All right, well, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So we want to go back four days before then... Are we ready, Indeed. then? I will take hold of your sleeve. And we shall be upheld in more than this. She holds out her other arm to Bladestar. With reluctance. <laughs> I'll have this dance. And I guess Kenner is... Uh, wait a minute. Fisher Price. Fisher Price is still <laughs> sitting on my feet. <laughs> Fisher Price. Shaylee... Closes her eyes and begins to concentrate. She doesn't know exactly how to work the medallion yet, but is hoping that she's doing it correctly. Yes, I second that hope. A strange feeling overcomes you all. You are enveloped in swirling colored lights. As this begins to happen, you hear something in the trees above your heads, and something lands with a thump. With a one blade star's head. <laughs> yeah! You feel a sensation of spinning, twirling, tingling, all sorts of weird sensations. On my head? No. And other things ending in ing. That's, that's all of you. Something is clinging tenaciously to your hair, blade star. I reach up to see what it is. And you can't really tell because there's too much swirling and tingling sensation. 
You come finally to a halt. And you all I was on once. <laughs> and you all crash to the ground. You are still in the same clearing. However, the sun is at a different position than it was, so it appears that the time travel was at least somewhat effective. Yeah, it moved the sun back in time. <laughs> Dropping uh, from your head is a familiar little leprechaun. Oh, good God. You didn't think I was going to let you go with me, did you? I kind of hoped. Bladestar, I've somehow lost the will to live. <laughs> <laughs> I've been following you around for a while. It looks like you're having a bit of fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the great kazoo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hello, dum-dums. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't uh, know, I might be of some assistance to you. How could you possibly be of any assistance to us? Now we have a whole variable we hadn't accounted for in the fact that you're there, or you're here, and you're, you're, you weren't there before, and now you're here, or then you're here. I, what, I... The only problem is I might disappear at any moment, because if you never go to the Leprechaun Village... Uh, well, then that could be a problem. I'm not sure I like all this time travel business. That makes four of us. Five of us. Do you mean that there's a possibility you will never have known that we existed and we won't know that you ever existed? Would we be that lucky? I have regained the will to live. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you'll be that lucky. Us leprechauns tend to be luckier. And if I'm rather lucky, I uh, I hope you'll come to our uh, little spot in the woods anyway. Do you uh, have anything that manifests that luck? Say a talisman or a charm of some sort? Perhaps? No, not a lucky charm, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> sorry, I forgot to add that. You're a bastard. <laughs> Lucas so long as you are intent on aiding us I will treat you as a friend I'll aid you if I can and I will treat you as a nuisance do I treat anyone as anything else (laughs) that's what I'd like to know touche blade star touche I I treat smack like he was my only friend in the world he is your only friend in the world Well, well, that's, that's why I treat him that way. This place that brings a sharp implement up to his own throat. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. You know, it wasn't very long ago that y'all were uh, lamenting the fact that the world was uh, so devoid of other people. And now you got other people, and all you do is complain about it. Okay, first of all, that was out of character, so he's not supposed to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know a lot of things. Apparently you do. Okay. All right. So where are we off to now? To find the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Uh, (laughs) You really are a bastard, aren't you? Yeah. (laughs) We shall retrace our steps and move back along the path that we took to get to the coast when we were originally seeking the king of the merpeople. 
As one, you both turn your attention from Lucas to Shaylee. Okay. Oh my god, it's Shaylee! And look what happened to me. Oh, jeez. Oh no, please. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. Oh, I think I know what happened here. You stopped yourselves from going to visit the mother people. Right? Not yet. But no, you're going to. Not, that's that's the plan. Right? The plan. And so, right. so those people never made it to the mother people. They never made it to the leprechaun people. Which means they never saved the princess. Which means she never turned her back into a living thing. So... She's stone again now. Yeah, but we haven't done that yet. It doesn't so matter. It's all it does matter. They don't know that we're going to do it yet because we haven't done it yet. They don't know it. But you're already seeing the effects because you're later on on the timeline. No, we're not. Not anymore. Now we're back in, in where we were before. Yes, but you came from the future timeline. That's the point. Look, let me give you an example. Since I'm okay. apparently the only one around here who knows anything about Tame Terrible. About what? Time travel. Time travel? Time travel. <laughs> Screw yourself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You see, if you decided... If you decided in the past, all of a sudden, that you were going to grow a mustache, you'd suddenly have that mustache now. You are in the past timeline, right, at the moment, with any fully intending upon going and telling your past selves to bypass their past adventures and go to the cave where timeline is. In doing so, you have made Shaylee here remain a stone statue. But we haven't done it yet. It doesn't matter. So... It's all about the intent. The one... I intend to win a million credits. You know, I don't know what the point of the argument it is. It is what it is. And... Does anybody got smoke? <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. Oh, man. Well, then, we don't have to do anything, do we? We could just turn around and go home right now. Because apparently we already did it. Well, if you, if you intended to do that, then you'd undo whatever it is you're going to do. <laughs> Okay, let's have some fun, shall we? And things will just go back the way they were. I have no intention of going to tell our future selves to go to Timeline's cave. You think it's not easy to do, lad? I was kind of hoping. <laughs> well, it's not. I figured I'd get her back to normal and then say, you know what, I changed my mind, I am going to go back. And then she turned to stone and I go, nope, I'm not going to. And then she'd go back to normal and, no, yes, I am. And she turned to stone. And that sounds like a colossal waste of time. Yeah, but it'd be fun to watch. I don't think so. I seem to have lost the will to live again. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently so has our cub friend. I would think that the most profound aspect of this whole convolution is that now, on Zim, probably within miles of each other, 
there now exist two helmets of Zim. Well, wait a minute, though. There's another thing that's interesting. I'm moving around, but I don't got no helmet. <laughs> and I'm talking oh. like the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> Either the Godfather or Mr. Soprano. You have no helmet of Zim, and yet you are moving around as the stone I, woman that I you are in the a past. mystery. <laughs> I don't like mysteries. Give me a belly ache. I got a beauty right now. <laughs> now there must be some kind of explanation for it. I have to throw that line in whenever I can because it's just so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait a second though. We uh, we there did... was a statue before, and I didn't have the helmet. I stopped moving. Well, <laughs> did you make me an offer? Yeah, I couldn't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Shaylee gives Blade star as stony glare. Well, she's incapable of doing anything else right now, without giving me any other kind of glare. She also gives me a rock hard stare. I would assume. Hey, hey, hey! But the cub is still here. The cat is still here. That's right. That's by what you said. Shouldn't the cat be gone? I would think so, but there must be something else about the cost that we don't know. Yeah, that's true. He was in our dream. Well, wait a minute. You've have you you've seen the cat before? I've never seen the cat before. Okay. Well, at any rate, she's stoned, and we're we have three mysteries, my friend. The fact that Lucas is here at all. I'm just following you know, around the forest. There's no mystery of that at all. That, that, that there is a, a, well, a lion cub here that sprung from our collective minds during a timeline's test and became real when the test was over. And the fact that Shaylee has been transformed into stone and yet can move around and speak without the helmet of Zim. Yeah, that is a little bizarre. Hmm. Well, uh, at any rate, it is what it is, and we have... Shall we proceed along our original plan? Yeah, I think we kind of have to now that we're here. Very well, then. All right, so we're looking for ourselves. Is that right? Yeah, Satchmo, we're looking for ourselves. We look. Oh, yes. <laughs> and so we trot, along the, uh, we trot along the route that we took to find the coast days before. All right. After uh, perhaps a day's travel, we're fast-forwarding here. You're uh, approaching the coast. We'd be traveling away from the coast, I think. <laughs> well, you're coming toward the coast because you are in the... Oh, I'm sorry. You were referring to the old ones. I'm sorry. No, no, no. The <laughs> you, you now are moving in an intercept course because you left the coast long ago. You've been in the forest yes. with the leprechauns and up Bloodstone Mountain and so on and so forth. So now you're right. you're heading back that way to intercept your old path, which uh, oh I, I was unclear as to where we landed when we time traveled. Uh, you were still in uh, the woods, kind of at the base of uh, Bloodstone Mountain because you'd left Timeland's Cave at that point. And when you uh, traveled back I'll... in time, you went back in time, but you were still at Bloodstone Mountain essentially. Now I understand. And you are Russian. Yeah, we're rushing to try and find ourselves so we can get on with this thing. All right, uh, so you um, intercept with your past selves. 
which should be lots of fun because uh, I'm going to allow each of you to play both your past and future incarnations. So have fun with that. You uh, come upon a clearing where um, you had, uh, in times past, set up camp before reaching the uh, shore, and you've not revealed yourselves to your past selves yet. You are standing in the trees, just outside the clearing, watching yourselves prepare your camp, building a fire, and so on. There we are. Great gods of Zim. Those pants really do make my butt look big. (laughs) (laughs) I could have told you that. (laughs) To say nothing of what the shirt does to Bladestar's gut. (laughs) Shall we make our presence known? How are we going to do this? How do we know we're not just going to attack us? Because we're playing ourselves, and if we don't attack us, we won't attack us. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought I was talking out of character. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Let's go. Blade Star! Smack! Okay, this is weird. We're going to narrate both sides of... This is very schizophrenic here. It sure is. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yes, you are. What's... What... How the hell do I say? (laughs) Separate here. I know what I'll do. My voice from the past. (laughs) What sorcery is this? No sorcery, old me. <laughs> I am Actually, you I think from- he's the younger you, not the older you. But maybe it's just me. <laughs> Thank you. I had little enough brain power to deal with this situation as it was. <laughs> Well, you see, the older, the old you is actually the younger you, because the newer you, the more recent you, that is, is actually the older you. Understood. The younger Smack Chainmore is unraveling his chain and getting ready to hit me in the head while Lucas explains things to me. <laughs> Blade Star, put, put Blade Star, put that sword down. This is, I can't, I, how the hell are we going to distinguish which one is saying what? (laughs) Uh, Are you me? Why, yes, I, yeah, I kind of am. That's impossible. Well, no, it's really not, because I'm standing right here. Put the sword down. How do I know you're really me and not? (laughs) Hey, Shaylee, you gotta tell me how you got those rock-hard abs. <laughs> oh, God. All of a sudden, this, this head pops up out of the middle of, from behind a rock. Hi, Billy Mays here! If you want rock-hard abs... Oh, man. Then don't spend any time at Cold Stone Creamery. I'm starting to think we've taken a very long walk off a very short bridge. Yeah, I think we have. 
This is just too bizarre. Um, All right, look. Since no one else is doing any talking. No, no, no. Blade Star, Smack, Shaylee. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we are Blade Star, Smack, and Shaylee, respectively. We are you from about two days from now. Show him the time turner. The time turner? This thing? She holds up the medallion. You see, uh, I have... No, no, no. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the other you. Hey, hey, hey. The one without the helmet. Show him the time turner. Hey, hey, hey. Here you go. It's not a time turner. That's Harry Potter. I don't but... care. Whatever we're calling it. <laughs> it's the same. It's basically the same thing, and it's a time uh, anyway, turner. Anyway, yes. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, we see, we, we, uh, I have power over this. I got it from this guy named Timeline, and, uh, we can use it to go back in time. And, uh, Blade started not doing very good math, but you, you we're see actually what I got him playing both Shailene's, and his throat's gonna be hating him later on. It's <laughs> revenge is sweet. We're actually here from six days ago, not, uh, not two days. I don't know what the math is that, what, well, you know, it's fuzzy math, I guess. But, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, we came back in time. Now, I was, just so you know, Shaley, I was human for a while after being stoned like you, and uh, I don't know what happened, but now I'm stoned again. Why don't you explain to Shaley the secrets of the universe? <laughs> yeah, well, why don't you go screw yourself? And explain to Shaley how that's done. I've been... <laughs> I've been hearing that a lot lately. Be on guard, friends. These may be illusions sent by our enemies to confuse us. I think we're doing plenty fine enough on our own than confusing ourselves. <laughs> that one in particular. <laughs> that was a very well-timed door slam. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They're illusions sent to confuse us. Kablam! <laughs> <laughs> you all are the ones that wanted to come back in time and meet yourselves. Indeed, and so we are. Well, and you're reaping the benefits of it, I see. In our defense, it didn't seem that awkward when we were on the other side of this fence. Oh, God. What yes, do you want? <laughs> I fling a sardine at him. <laughs> <laughs> it catches the sardine, eats it, and spits a hairball on Bladesard's feet. <laughs> <laughs> it goes over hmm. and rubs against Mac Chainmore's ankles. Anyway, we know you're looking for the mermaid's cave, and we need to tell you, don't go there. We need you to go to Timeline's cave, which... See, okay, let me draw you a little map here. I'll stoop down in the dirt and... <laughs> See, you go over, take, make a Yui over by the... Uh... <laughs> take a jug handle turn before you get to the interpa- uh, underpass. Underpass. <laughs> and uh, you pass by the uh, jack-in-the-box. <laughs> and uh, oh, about ten miles past the filling station, there's a cave. And that's where you want to be. You can't miss it. 
I don't know about these jokers. The former Shaylee with the helmet says. Yeah, but I think that's why we know that they're really us, because no one else would be this stupid. <laughs> you have a point, particularly in Blade Star's case. And both Blade Stars go, shut up! <laughs> you go, girl! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Smack Chainmore, you are a man of reason, are you not? I like to think I am. Can you explain yourself, illusion? I am not, in fact, an illusion. I am you from the future. Could, pl- do you really need another piece of cake? Can you put it down for one second? Sorry. You, as Bladestar said, are seeking the king of the Mer people in order to cure Shaylee Lee there of her stone form. That set a series of events into play that created a set of memories that only we, your future selves, now hold. We came into possession of this amulet of time-shifting time travel that this Shaylee of the future now wears and have come back to prevent a terrible, terrible kidnapping and attack. What happened, what happens if you proceed to the coast is you will discover the cave of the merpeople, you will find the amulet of the princess of the merpeople indicating that she has been kidnapped, but you would not have known it. You would have been hoodwinked by damn Fantra Fantra. who was posing as the princess in an attempt to frame you in a plot to poison and murder the king she succeeded in poisoning the king but they held the princess everybody getting this? everyone getting this? it's going to be a short quiz present at a banquet where the king was poisoned was the sword of Zim the third artifact, and that was stolen. We have come back in time to direct you to the cave of Timelin, who is actually our cousin Michael, son of Uncle Triblast, who was banished for sorcery, says right here. <laughs> there, if you await us, we can proceed to the cave of the Mer people ahead of time, at great speed, to prevent the attack and kidnapping of the princess, turn this stone Shaylee once again, for whatever mystery uh, ensues, back into flesh and a living creature, and obtain the Sword of Zim. (laughs) One moment, please. I have to get this. But remember, when you meet, (laughs) it's telemarketers. This is like the fifth time they've called. Thank you. When you meet uh, Timeline, don't forget, you really can't let him know that you know a lot of this stuff because uh, he's very excited about revealing it to you, and you'll really disappoint him if he knows that you already know. It'll kind of ruin his day. So just... Uh, play dumb, and uh, which shouldn't be too hard for, well, any of you, really. And, uh... Well, they don't have to impersonate us. 
All they need to do is explain <laughs> to Timelin that he mustn't let us know that they arrived before us. That's right. If you say so. I still don't know. For one thing, why am I still with you? I have been asking myself that very question for quite some time, but I think it has something to do with the fact that we knighted you. Yes, you are a knight of Shenzhen. What about yes. my mistress? Oh, jeez. Your How mistress... You renounced your mistress. I renounced my... I would never renounce my mistress. Well, you did, because I did, and I'm you. <laughs> now get over it. If I might make a small suggestion. I'd like to see you do anything that isn't small. Why don't the three of you each tell something about yourselves that only you know, and that will convince your past selves that your future selves are really them, or you, or us. You know, I have another thought. How do we know if we just start walking away that the smack that is next to me is really the smack that was next to me when we first encountered you guys, and we haven't switched that's an easy question to answer. It's because right now, the three of you in the in the, the later timeline, you, you all smell a lot worse than the ones who <laughs> were swimming around in the ocean and, and in the lake and fighting leprechauns and leopards and so on and so forth. Yeah, because there's no fish in the ocean. Also, the smack chain war from the future has a cape full of holes. Oh, that's true. He doesn't have the holes yet, does he? Okay, fair enough. Good. Smack Chainmore, I shall reveal a secret that only you would know, and this will prove to you that I am your future self. Very well then, proceed. <laughs> Some days after you left the ruined city and the castle where you fought the skeletons and the vampire, you had a need to slice some bread open, and without telling Bladestar... You made use of his extended sword blade to slice the bread in half while he was sleeping, and then snuck quietly away. You have carried that shame with you <laughs> for weeks. Bladestar, I apologize. Bladestar, I also apologize. <laughs> you used my sword to slice bread? I yeah, I used your sword to cut a bagel in half. What, what, what can I say? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I didn't have anything on me. What do you want? <laughs> it was there. It was early in the morning. I could barely see straight. I was looking around. No sharp rocks. You know, it's like press a little button. I cut the bagel in half and you're done. You know, I didn't think you'd know. I was well, trying not to wake you up. He just turned us into a food processor. I know. What the hell? How could he do this? You, you know, we. I want to be treated with some respect around here. Yeah, I know. Me too. Let's I, get him. No, I'm just kidding. My, I hang my head in shame. Bladestar, do you have something to reveal to your past self to prove who you are? This will be good. <laughs> I know who our father is. Okay. Fair deal. <laughs> and he gets a uh, look in his eye and... You the violins. Did we? No, 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 not, not that kind of <laughs> look. Because I'm assuming not everyone knows because in the 
context of the show, I don't think we've revealed that Valamir was his creator. creator. I will do it. Go. Reveal it now. I don't need to reveal it now. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? What was that all about? Well, when the time is right, no pun intended for once, you will find out. But he knows, and I know. And that's all we need to know. <laughs> Look at this man. So beaten and so battered. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like he could be an omelet. Trying to pretend that nothing ever mattered. We don't know much, but we know our father. And that may be all we need to know. Now, will you agree to go to Timeland's Cave so that we can get on with this and get back to being you? I think that's supposed to be the wisest thing for the three of you to do. Because this is really weird. <laughs> there may be a bit more weirdness at hand, my friend. We've yet another decision to make. And what would that be? Whether our future Shaylee should go back to Timeland's Cave with our past selves, and the Shaylee from the past should come with us. Because she wears the helmet of Zim. Yeah, and if we if have I... the help. If I go, uh, this is uh, <clears throat> this is uh, present Shaylee speaking. <laughs> if I uh, if I take them to Timeless Cave, yeah, you'll have the helmet of Zim, but I'll have the the time shifter thingy. I say she can't use it because she doesn't know how. She hasn't gotten it from Timeless, and he bequeathed it to me. Then you should give it to yourself. Can I do that? You may bequeath it to your past self. Hmm. So it looks somewhat the success, doubtful. The success depends on our having all three items together in the same place. All right, very well, very well. If we arrive at the king's banquet and the sword is present, then we shall have the shield, the helm, and the sword together in one place. All right, and all then right. the power will be ours! <laughs> <laughs> Future Shaylee walks over to past Shaylee and removes the medallion from around her neck. She tries to put it on Shaylee's neck, however, it cannot go over her head because the helmet of Zim is far too large. I'm going to have to take this off of you for a minute, Shaylee. Me. Uh, I'll put it back on in a second. She uh, lifts the helmet off of the past Shaylee. Past Shaylee becomes still as a statue. And so does the future Shaylee. What the hell? Strange echoes along the timeline are playing hell with our plans. We are being peed on from Olympic Heights. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, future Shaylee's holding the helmet of Zim and has removed it from past Shaylee's head, yes. 
and has solidified herself. Yes, they are both statues now. It may be that Shaylee is a creature that transcends time and therefore exists simultaneously along all timelines. If she transcended time, she wouldn't need the damn helmet. I'm sorry. She may not this be aware of it. Cartoon. If she transcended time, she wouldn't need the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Lucas lays down on the ground next to the lion cub and starts petting it, watching you with great enjoyment. <laughs> And the other blade star just looks at. You know, I think you've all bumped your head on branches a few too many times, and he turns and storms off. <sighs> well, it seems we have a choice. We can either place the. I fear what would happen if we placed the helmet of Zim on future Shaylee. Perhaps we should just proceed as originally planned. Place the helmet of Zim on the past Shaylee. Allow her to move freely. And send them off to the cave. It may be too big a risk to have all three items together in one place so soon. But this doesn't make any sense. She didn't have the helmet before and she was moving around just fine. It didn't make any sense for her to be stone when we came back into the past. There are many mysteries at hand. I believe all will be unfolded in the fullness of time, my friend. <laughs> well, that is why, despite our... Uh bickerings we work so well together you tend to keep a cooler head than i do and we all smell like fish <laughs> at the end of the day after these messages we'll be right back. <laughs> um, yeah, so after I... these messages we'll be right back <laughs> I'm for I'm for uh, I'm for placing the helmet back on the old Shaylee and just sending her off with our other old selves to Timeland because I don't think this is going to work out quite the way we want. No, it doesn't seem like it. It also may be too big a risk to have all three items present this soon because if they get all three together and it's just us three doing the defending, I don't know. It's but, a risk. Yeah, well, I don't know if we have a choice now because the problem is we need her to operate the time thingy. So and, she still has it. Yeah, but we're assuming if we put the helmet back on future Shaylee that she'll... No, old Shaylee. We want to put it back on the old Shaylee. I'm so damn confused. Okay. <laughs> if we put it back on the old Shaylee and send old Shaylee back with our old selves to the Bloodstone Mountain, then it'll be along the lines of the original plan that we had in mind. Right, but we're assuming that's going to make her come, make the... We're assuming that's going to make the new Shaylee mobile as well. Yes. Let's try it. Yeah, what the hell? What have we got to lose? All right. Okay. Now back to our program. Okay, so we take the... <laughs> Lucas, take a breath. The veins are popping out on your neck. Please stop laughing so hard. <laughs> uh, this is more fun than Saturday morning cartoons. <clears throat> okay. Where, we need that rim shot sound. I know. I'm sorry. As soon as I started Skype, I thought, damn, I forgot again. <laughs> so we place the helmet back on the old Shaylee. Both Shayleys uh, become mobile again. What the hell was that? They say We don't know. <laughs> we don't Wait. know and we don't understand. Can you guys say something not simultaneously? Of course we can. 
They say simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do it. Do it. They say simultaneously. No, no, no. Say something unsimultaneously. <laughs> something unsimultaneously. They say, they say simultaneously. simultaneously. <sighs> now, really, we can. Uh, that's just the oh, future okay. Shaley. I, but that was an awful lot of fun. I so was going to. Shaley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scared you, didn't I? I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> the feeling's mutual, they say simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at least we know you're not somehow fused into one extratemporal being or something. Okay. That's and good. I am more and more convinced that these are not illusions, but are indeed our future selves. <laughs> what do you say, Bladestar? Shall we do as they direct and proceed to Bloodstone Mountain and meet this mysterious Timeline fellow they speak of? Well, I don't think I would lie to me, so yeah, I think that's a good idea. Very well, then. Somewhere during all this, the other Bladestar did come walking back. Because uh, otherwise he's not going to be here to have this conversation. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at the other blade star and he says, you know, if this turns out to be a trap, I will find a way to kick your ass. <laughs> no, I will find a way to kick your butt. We can't say ass in an 80s cartoon. Come on, Eric. Future or no. And the other and he says, you're me. I am not going to kick my own butt. I'll just tell you that right now. So you may be out of luck there. But trust me, there is no trap. It's all what we've been saying. Because there's no way in the worlds we could make anything this strange up. Trust me, I've tried. Past self, past party, past friends, us. <laughs> Your willingness to cooperate fills me with hope, and if all goes well, before too long, we shall meet again, and you will explain to us what it was we did, and in fact, what it is we have to do. Because you will meet us in Timeland's Cave, and we will be standing there with the Amulet of Time. Moments will pass, but it will seem like a great deal of time to you, perhaps hours, maybe even a day or two, but we will reappear and then we will meld together, having two sets of memories that will become one. Let us hope for success. I place my hand in to the center of a circle for all of us to join limbs, stone and flesh and metal together. Far out. For the <laughs> Knights of Shenzhen. Indeed, Smack Chainmore, for the Knights of Shenzhen. Indeed. Put one, put two, put, put. Yo, Joe! (laughs) Let me in, let me in, let me in. He jumps on top of your hands. This is just too much fun to pass off. You are not going to be a knight of Shinzine. If we we had eight, uh, possibly nine more hours, we could explain the presence of this individual, but... Time moves on, and we must hurry. him soon enough, anyway. Possibly. We don't know. Let's help you. 
You will have met him in our past, and therefore he will continue to exist when we re-merge in the timeline. Or so I presume and hope. Alright, so shall we then? Surely. Let's. <laughs> Alright, so they passed the group, heads off toward Bloodstone Mountain, and you all head for the coast. Yes, we beat fast feet for the entrance to the mermaid people. Shaylee, your present condition may in fact be a boon and a blessing to us. How do you figure? If we are successful, we have arrived before Fantra and Valamir attempted to attack and kidnap the princess. If that is the case, we may not find her or any of her people in the vicinity. If we can open the cave entrance as we did before, you are the only one of the three of us. I look over at Lucas. You are the only one of the three of us that does not require breathing underwater and may be able to alert the mer people of our presence and request their assistance. Yep, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Last time we met Shasta on the way in, but it wasn't really Shasta, it was Fantra. Indeed so. And so we travel along the coast, and do we come yes, upon... you arrive okay. at the cave entrance, which looks much as it did before. However, it's uh, substantially wider than it was before. Uh, I look down upon the ground very carefully and search for a fallen necklace, a sand-dollar medallion. You see nothing. Is the cave entrance damaged in any way, around the perimeter, around the edges? It does not appear so, no. Oh, that's good. We're not already in there. (laughs) Although, of course, we wouldn't be, would we? No, we would not. But it looks like we did arrive before all these shenanigans went down. One can hope. So are we going in, or what? Why is it I sound like I'm from New York when I'm in my stone form? What's New York? A fourth and a fifth mystery, to add to the list. (laughs) (laughs) I'll call into the cave. Hello! Hello, 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 hello. Shensine cookies! I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. No, no, you're just wading uh, through the water. It's only about knee-deep at this point, so... Wading in, you're in uh, the caves. It's very dark in here. Things are not exactly the way they were the last time you came. It's very, very dark. There's no uh, glowing moss and such that were lighting your way previously. There is a disturbing lack of light and life here, my friend. We must be cautious. My sword springs from its compartment into my fist. (laughs) If we hear from no one, and I don't think we're going to, not any time soon, it may be best, Shaylee, for you to proceed ahead of us and retrace the route as best you can remember toward the heart of the merpeople's domain. Uh, 
What do you say we all go in together until you guys can't breathe anymore? Yes. A point of wisdom. I think it would be best if we all go together when we go. <laughs> Optimism, that's the spirit. That's right. And so we slog forward into the dark recesses of the caves. It's getting darker and darker. Water is up to about thigh level at this point. I'll activate my laser eye in a very toned down setting so we have some light. Alright. You uh, see the uh, cave walls. You see tunnels going in every which way. It looks all very confusing. You have no idea which way you went the last time when you had a guide. However, you do notice that it doesn't seem like there's nearly as much water as there was before. Hmm. Hello! 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 <laughs> Is anyone there? Does anybody care? <laughs> you hear a splash in the distance. Does anybody see what I see? <laughs> what was that? I shine my laser eye in the direction of the splash. See if I can see what it is. Roll a hyper perception. Or what is it? Awareness. Hyper awareness. The, the first, first roll first of the game. Roll of the evening occurs at five thirty-three. <laughs> 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 it's got to be a record of some sort. This has definitely been so far a much more uh, story-driven installment. Yes. Oops. Which it would have to be. This isn't a plot line. It's a plot corkscrew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, two of them meeting up and trying to mesh. Okay, I rolled a six, but I don't know. Hang on. There it is. Uh, Eleven is the total. You notice nothing. And in a moment, something grabs your leg and pulls you down under the water. Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Was that you short-circuiting? Yes. <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was the walls of the compactor starting to move together. <laughs> yes. well, don't just stand there trying to brace them with something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. All right. Now we have to. Uh, you, you're. You're. Uh, we have to kind of divide you guys up. So we're gonna do uh, smack first. Uh, so smack with Shaylee and the uh, little Lucas guy. Where'd he go? He was pulled quickly under the water. Did he fall? <laughs> I don't think so. I'd like to dive, like, dive in after him, <laughs> please. <laughs> you're going to dive in? <laughs> yeah, you're not... <laughs> Fired! You're not here, Bladestar. <laughs> oh, okay. None of that's actually occurring. Bladestar okay. is not here. Thought I was under the water. Uh, no, you, uh, not, I'm just, you're, you're not part of their 
discussion. I, I said we're dividing the, the two threads at this point for okay. the time being. I misunderstood. Okay. okay. So, uh, so you're going to dive in looking for him. Uh, Is that what you said, Smack? Yeah, I'd li- at least like to dive into the water and look around and see where the hell he went. Okay. You do so, and you see absolutely nothing under the water except the smooth stone bottom of the the floor of the cave. Curses vanished without a trace. Whatever it was that got hold of him has taken him far, far from here. In a trice. Quickly, even. <laughs> All right, now we, we're going to switch over to Blade Star. This is going to be confusing for a little bit. So, uh, Blade Star, you... Uh, as uh, you were pulled under the water, you felt the ground open for a moment, and you went down a sort of chute, which closed, ah, shoot. <laughs> which closed again above you. You find yourself uh, now in a chamber where uh, you were able to uh, see at last what had grabbed you, which appears to be a very large, very hungry-looking giant squid. Would you like to roll for initiative? How many oomphs? Five, uh, right? You, uh, yes, yours are at five total. Yes. Uh, seven is my initiative. All right, well, you don't get to go first. The squid launches at you. Are you going to do anything about that? Well, yeah, I'm going to try and uh, kick my way to the surface because otherwise I'm not going to be breathing much longer. Well, I'll, I won't be breathing at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you're going to do- try to dodge in the general direction of up. Yeah. <laughs> and also, in doing so, attempt to dodge squidly here. All right, so what is your, uh, what, uh, you some sort of agility, something or another? Uh, yeah, I'll use agility, and the result is, actually, can I use my cybernetic arm to kind of give me more, no pun intended, oomph, as I am kicking, or fighting my way to the surface? Uh, you're going to have to be more specific. I'm kind of using it as an oar of sorts. Uh, I, I it's would a metal say, arm! I would say... <laughs> Yes, exactly, which means it would be weighing you down more than it would be able to assist. Not however, in the water. However, I would say that you, you could transform it into something more useful, if you wish. Okay, I will transform it. Like a flipper. I will. <laughs> no, actually, I'm going to, tr- to uh, unleash a whirling propeller of death on the end of the arm. It is a blade that just kind of does... <laughs> Okay. Spins very quickly. So it pushes you away and at the same time, hopefully, is a weapon. Yes. Kind of like Maximilian's little hook thingies in the black hole, if you've seen that. Movie. I haven't, but I get the idea, so uh, this should I, be an I can tell you the end. I can tell you the end. Maximilian's shell ends up inside the shell of Maximilian. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Alrighty. So, uh, yeah, roll for your arm. Okay. Ooh! 11 plus 6, baby! It's, uh... I got so excited I forgot to do math. 17. 
All right, so you transform your arm successfully into the whirling propeller of death. The squid uh, lodges at you and nearly gets you, but your propeller ends up chopping its tentacles into many little bite-sized pieces. You, uh, Ooh, good call. <laughs> you also propel yourself upward toward the surface. However, the surface is only um, a few inches below the slow ceiling of this cave, so you slam your head into the the wall with great force. Well, before I uh, slam my head into the wall, uh, as I'm leaving the squid, I look back and say, Be right back, I gotta find some cocktail sauce. And then you hit your head on the ceiling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boom. All right. <laughs> Cut to. <laughs> I know this ship like the back of my hand. <laughs> Cut to. Smack and Shaylee and Lucas. You feel the ground tremble for a moment. <laughs> as if something is hitting it from below. <laughs> What in the bloody hell was that? Lucas. Yeah, that's my name. I call upon you to aid this party. Oh, I said I'd you treat like? you Cups, I said I'd treat ice, you as friend. Cookies? Lucky charms? Surely if the prince surely you must have some magic at hand that may allow me and Bladestar to breathe underwater. If you do, please Please bestow that gift upon me, and you will forever be a friend, a true friend to the Knights of Shenzhen, because you have saved our lives. I must search for my friend. I'd help you if I could, but I haven't got that sort of power. Sorry to say. And I shall have to depend on my own physical prowess and whatever resources I can call to hand. I'm going to take a deep breath and dive into the water and start searching around for some kind of an opening. And just before you dive into the water, a trio of mermen come from around uh, a corner in, into the uh, tunnel where you are. Halt! One of them cries. I can answer any questions you may have. Let me tell you first that we mean no harm here. But more importantly, my friend has been dragged... Possibly to his death below the waters. He cannot breathe as you do, underneath the surface. Well, I'm doing here in the first place. We seek the aid of King Gallic and to prevent a terrible attack and kidnapping from taking place. There is no time to explain now. Please, can you save my friend? <laughs> The uh, leader of the trio of mermen barks some orders to his uh, uh, people who uh, walk over to uh, uh, the three of you and not knowing what to do about Sheikh Li, at any, any rate, they, uh, one of them holds a spear to uh, Smack's chest, the other holds a spear to Lucas's chest. I will go save what you say is true and try to find your friend. Thank you. 
He disappears back into the water. The other two uh, men are looking at you and Lucas. Most uh, unfriendly. Uh, <laughs> unfriendly. <laughs> Put your minds at ease, mermen. We mean no harm, and we will make no aggressive action. Since we are waiting anyway, you might as well tell us. Sounds like Lord's Welk with emphysema. We. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a... What a... What a... one and a two. Uh, Tell him what he wants to know. The two mermen look apprehensively at the talking statue. Uh, what the hell is she is a knight of Shenzhen, transformed to stone by a mysterious power that we have yet to understand. We have come from the future in order to prevent a terrible event from occurring. Your king, Gallic, he is still alive and healthy, I hope. Why wouldn't he be? It is the terrible occurrence that we have come back into the past to prevent. Some short time in the future... Your princess, Shasta, was attacked and kidnapped by Fantra and Valamir. Evil creatures of this world. We have the opportunity, through a time amulet worn by this woman here, to come back and prevent this from happening. We are also hoping to prevent the theft of one of the artifacts of Zim. An object of power that you have in your possession. When we were here in the past, it was a part of your banquet table set up, your spread there. It looked real nice. It was jammed right down through some pineapples and stuff, and there was there was uh, little bits of meat cake all around. It looked really great. And it's just sparkling, literally. literally <laughs> yeah. Could be meat. Could be cake. Could be cake. Must be meat cake. <laughs> I think the alternative to that is, well, it was brown now. That means it was yellow once. <laughs> <laughs> and you expect so, us to believe that you came back from the future? You will find that what we say is true upon the arrival of Fantra and Valamir, or perhaps just Fantra herself. What is more vital than the saving of my friend right now is that you locate and protect the princess at all costs. Do not allow her to roam about unaccompanied by a great force of guard. But it is difficult. She is not here at present. Curses. She must be found and protected. She went off for the scouting expedition. Outside of the caves? Indeed. Cut to... Blade Star. I hope you have something planned, because uh, that was a long conversation, and there is no way in hell I can breathe under... or I keep saying breathe underwater. I can't breathe underwater. There is no way in hell I can hold my breath that long. Okay, well, first of all... 
Uh, what is about to occur happened during that conversation. That's what I was meaning by I hope you have something planned. Yes. Okay, good. And uh, and you don't need to hold your breath because, as I said, there you, you hit your head on the ceiling, but there was a few inches of, of air there between the surface and the ceiling as I... Yes, but if I hit my head... I'm aware of what you said, sir, but if I hit my head on the ceiling well, you and there were only a few out. inches of... Sur- oh! You knock okay. yourself out. You just brained yourself and you've got a good <laughs> goose egg going. Okay. Good. That was meant it, for the... It was an out. Yeah. It was an owie, not a, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, uh, you you see a, a merman coming toward you in uh, the waters. Okay. What is your name? I am Bladestar of the Knights of Shenseen. Are you here alone? No. Well... I'm here alone, but I'm not... No, I'm not. I have a friend on the surface. Well, more of the surface than I'm on right now. Come with me. What? Come with me. Okay. He swims off through some tunnels and leads you back to uh, Smack and uh, Shaylee. Thank you for getting me out of there. I was concerned. Teach me how to talk like that. Indeed, we are in your debt, Merman. We came to assist you, and on first meeting, it is you who assisted us. Very glad to see you, Bladestar. I thought I'd lost you, old friend. I thought you had too, sir. I have explained to your other guards what happened. Yes, they converse in Mermish. We'd love to hear this. I was going to say, can you uh, role play that sound, for us? It probably sound like a hot tub set on high. <laughs> that was the latest hit single from uh, WMER. Blurp, blurp, gurgle. Yep. Yes. WMER, where the hits keep coming like a duck to water. Ducks are filthy creatures. I always thought they were rather foul myself. (sighs) (laughs) I I set you up for that one. I should have ducked. (laughs) Put it on my bill. (laughs) I don't understand a word they're saying. Their language seems to just roll right off my back. Let's take you to the king. I do think this is a rather remolting development. (laughs) (laughs) You can explain to him what we're doing here. Okay, I got everything with the last part. I can explain to him about Shastar. Oh, okay. Ah, the princess, yes. Yes. I honestly didn't get that last part the first time. 
I thought he said in Dorchester. (laughs) (laughs) So did I. (laughs) And so uh, we explained to the king. uh, So you're going through the tunnels and they work their magic to make it so you can breathe underwater. Oh, that's a plus. Yep. And, oh, I uh, had a question. I'm sorry. Just uh, is that cub still with us? The lion cub. The uh, lion cub was uh, left outside the uh, cave because oh. it'd be drowning in the water. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm assuming. Unless you want to say uh, we didn't specify exactly. I was assuming you left it behind you. I don't particularly care, actually. Cats, <laughs> Cats I mean, don't if I suddenly care for water anyway, in general. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, sure. That's fine. All right. Whatever. It'll, it'll, it, believe me, it will. Uh, well, uh, you'll see. All right, you uh, are making your way through the tunnels, heading toward the king's court when you're attacked by a fleet of giant jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds familiar. Oh, jeez. Do we need a roll for initiative? Yes, we do. And ooh. <laughs> All right. I hope it gets stuck on this. Twelve. And damn, how many oomph do I have now? Should be at five. Okay. All right. Uh, Seventeen then. Wow. I'm very proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) My initiative roll is uh, 14. Wow, you guys are getting some good rolls. All right. Yes, and hopefully they'll remain while we're actually doing something. <laughs> All right, first up is Smack Chainmore. By the power of the planet Zim and all that is just, I call upon the hammer of Shenseen. <laughs> He's been waiting to use this all day, folks. All right. I stretch out my arm. And, I'm sorry, did you say three of them? Uh, there's five of them, actually. Five of them? Oh, good. Uh, I will stretch out my arm. Uh, how close are they to, Are they together? Yeah, they're they're all coming toward you. They're somewhat spread out. You could get maybe one or two of them at a time. All right. I will, I will, uh, I will aim the hammer of Shenzhen at the two that are on my extreme left. All right. And... And I roll a 10 on the die. And I think I put the hammer at, what, 5 or something? Or did I make it a 7? Oh, I made it a 7, didn't I? Uh, I think so. Yes. So, 17. That is becoming your lucky number. Clump. Better 17 than 19, I always say. <laughs> well, that spectacular squishing sound... The jellyfish, not being able to resist the gravitational force placed upon them, explode. Bits of jellyfish flesh coat you and your friends. Ew. Just <laughs> before. They, it gets up Bladestar's nose and... Oh, God! In Lucas's mouth. <laughs> he spits it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Tasted a bit better on a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> peanut butter and jellyfish, you see. Well, we still got three of them to go. All right. Sorry, I was having a coughing fit or I would have laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> Blade 
Star is up next. Okay, I would like to try something with GM approval. I think it's a kind of cool idea, and it harkens back to the cartoons from which this was spawned. I would like to use my propeller blade to swim around the jellyfish, and in swimming around, the fact that the thing is spinning is going to cause a current or a mini whirlpool, which will suck them under the water and hopefully drive them away. Uh, the problem I see with that is creating a whirlpool is going to suck them toward you. Toward your well, blades. Then I'll get them out of the way before they have a chance to... It'll, to... it'll chop them up. Suck them no. toward you and chop them up, is that... Well, I was hoping to avoid the chopping them up part, but, I mean, if that's what it takes... I figured I could just... You know, when they start well, moving there's, there's nowhere me. for them to go. Even if they got sucked down in a whirlpool, they would just hit the bottom and swim back up again. Well, you're in like a stone cave full of water. Yeah, I just thought maybe they would f- uh, find an easier meal to... Uh, I, I like the idea. I'm trying to figure out a way to make it work. Let me think, let me think. All right, well, you know what? Just go ahead and try it. Okay. going to try to create a whirlpool by swimming quickly in a circle. Yes, with the thing spinning around, the right. propeller blade. Right. I figure if I'm stuck with this thing on my arm, I might as well make good use out of it. We'll see what you roll, and we'll go from there. Uh, let's see. Twelve. All right, you swim. I mean, not, not a natural twelve. I mean a twelve right. total. Right, I got okay. it. All right. Yeah, you swim around in a circle, gradually gaining speed and creating a whirlpool, which sucks... One of the remaining three jellyfish down into it. The jellyfish hits the stone floor with a splat and <laughs> looking dazed, it sort of just floats away. The other two manage to evade the whirlpool. Okay. Well, one down. All right. Uh, next up are the Merman Guards. Ooh, that's not pretty. <laughs> uh, the Merman uh, Guards in a triangular formation uh, attack one of the remaining jellyfish. They uh, try to spear it, but uh, miss, and the jellyfish latches on to the uh, leader of the uh, Merman Guards, who drops his spear and begins trying to pry it loose, and obviously in great pain. Shaylee, ouch! Not good. Shaylee just rolled a natural one. Oh no! no. (laughs) Shaylee swims forward and tries to grab one of the uh, jellyfish in her arms and misses, and ends up flying at first. Into the stone uh, cave wall, chipping off a piece of her nose. Since it's just stone at the moment, that will probably hurt when she becomes flesh again. Grab that chunk, it might be worth something someday. (laughs) 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 And we're back to uh, Smack because Lucas is just hovering in the background, laughing at you all. Because that's what Lucas does. Go on, yeah. get them, lads. 
Decidedly, something shall have to be done about Lucas when we return to Timeland's <laughs> cave. A little yellow electric box on the floor with stripes on it comes to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, there's two left. Are they both attacking a guard each, respectively, uh, they, or one, one is them, attacking one One of guard. them is attached to the leader of the guards. The other one is, uh, you know, coming at the rest of you, sir. I learned my lesson last time, remembering what didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to use the chain or the gravity grip or anything like that. I'm just going to move forward and try and simply smash the things between my hands by grabbing onto it and giving it a bear hug to get it away from the guard that's being attacked. Okay, so we're going for the one attacking the guard. And I rolled a 10 again on the die. Oh, I for, like it. Uh, nimble, nim, nimbus of nimbleness? Is that what we're going for? Or uh, strength? Th- or what are you using? Let me see. It's, it be, I think actually it should be Mickle Might. Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, and that's at five. Nimbus of Nimbleness is at six, but Mickle Might is at five. And that makes it a 15. All right. You, uh, you clutch at the jellyfish, which, uh, being a jellyfish, also explodes when too much pressure is applied right directly into your face. <laughs> Yum yum. And, uh, <laughs> little bits and pieces of jellyfish are floating about you in the water. And uh, yes, you have destroyed that one. Very good. The uh, thank you. Most welcome underwater friend. Most welcome underwater friend. <laughs> All right, Here uh, is your spear. I'm going to go look for a piece of nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Blade Star, there's one left in Europe. I'm going to grab him by the tail and. Do jellyfish have tails? I, don't I know. believe so. Don't they? I don't know. I've never seen one. You know, they have uh, dangly bits. Yeah, they have like those, uh, those legs. Well, I'm certainly not grabbing him by his dangly bits. That's. <laughs> <laughs> they have tendrils. They have you know, little... <laughs> tendrils that fall down away from them like bits of string. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're covered in sharp, stingy thingies. So there's nothing safe to grab him. Just the body. And how big around is he? What's that? I mean, are these? I forgot. Are these super sized? Yes, they are very large jellyfish. Yes. Okay, so. I'm assuming he's too big to grab in one hand by the body, then. <laughs> yes. Okay. You need to use both hands, as as uh, Smack just demonstrated for us. Yes. And get ready to get really dirty. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know he I'm had something different in mind from what he was doing, though. That's why I was asking about... I figured I would... If they had something I could grab him with and then kind of swing him around my head and throw him... <laughs> Toward the wall. Uh, uh, I mean, you could do that if you wanted to use two hands to do it. Well, that would make the swinging around the head thing rather difficult, though. That would. So I basically would be shoving him. Um. <clears throat> However, if you grabbed him by one of the uh, the tendrils... as With the stingy things on him, that's real good. Yeah, but if you <laughs> did that with your cybernetic arm... 
Ah. Ooh. I'm just trying okay. to make your plan work for you. So. I understand. I, I thought about that, and then I thought, well, it has some sort of skin on it, but heck. My, my impression of your cybernetic arm was simply that it, it was a cybernetic arm with no flesh bits. If that is not correct, we are establishing now exactly what it is. So, <laughs> does it or does it not have fleshy bits? It is. <laughs> I don't even know why that's funny, but it is. Because um, you can't get away from those fleshy bits. <laughs> yeah, I always thought it was kind of an amalgamy of flesh and machine. More machine now than man. <laughs> but still there's some man there um, so that being the case I'll just give him a good kick just <laughs> bypassing all of that alright okay. <laughs> kick then uh, so that will require agility and strength of some sort agility and strength yes I'm going to make you roll twice okay the agility will be, do you actually hit it? And the strength will be, how hard do you hit it? Okay. 14 agility. Jeez Christ. I'm going to oomph that second roll. So I have four oomphs left. There we go! Hot damn! Okay, that was a very good choice on my part. I rolled a 2 before. I paid the oomph and a 12... After. So that's a total of uh, 16 damage, assuming that my first roll hit, which was, I forget what I said. Shit. Uh, It it did hit. I don't remember what the roll was, but I remember thinking that it hit. But it's 16 times 2 because of the 12, so... Yeah, oh, wait, we're not doing damage. There's no damage in this game. What was I rolling of the strength for? Uh, I just wanted some sort of uh, thing to determine how hard you were able to kick it. That's all. Oh, well, I kicked it through the wall, apparently. All right, so, yes, <laughs> you hit the uh, jellyfish and... Uh, 32. Your... <laughs> your uh, <laughs> foot goes right through the jellyfish. <laughs> Because jellyfish are 90% water, you know? Yep. And uh, it, the remainder of what's left after that splatters across the wall and makes what looks quite a bit like a Picasso painting. <laughs> you have defeated one. Now we can get the peanut butter. <laughs> uh, I would like to roll to find a piece of Shaylee's nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what, uh, what, any uh, particular skill you want to use for finding a nose? <laughs> I don't have anything like awareness or alertness or perception or anything like that on my list of traits, which I kind of should have probably added instead of a gravity uh, hammer. But. Well, that hammer worked out pretty well. No, I well. guess. Yeah, that, for, for this particular instance, it did come in handy. Um, no, I got to start at zero, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> baseline is and yeah. unfortunately I rolled a three <laughs> so yeah. I may have stepped on it driving it deeper into the mud or something yeah you did not find it it's uh, it does not appear to me anywhere around where you're looking Ooh, uh, okay 
Thanks for trying, though. Well, it's got to be around here somewhere if someone else wants to look. Yeah, I'll look. I'll use my hyper-awareness and see if I can scope it out. Ten. You uh, do not find the uh, bit of nose, but your hyper-awareness does reveal something. You notice that Shaylee no longer seems to be wearing the time shifter. Oh, crap. That was an important part of the plan. What's the matter, Lightstar? Your time amulet is missing. She looks down in horror. Well, this room has no windows and no door. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Which offers us this chilling challenge to find the damn time amulet. When was the last time anybody actually saw it? Well, I know you didn't leave it. I remember trying to put it on my other self. Oh, crap. She was wearing it when we left the camp, when we were on our way to the cave here. Yeah, I was. I was. This is a most negative development. I'm not sure I left it here, though. I lost it here, rather. Chainmore, you're a master of understatement. It's not a very good development at all. I would like to look carefully at our uh, merman guards. Yes, I don't even know what they were talking about. It's a little crystal thingy about yay big. How many guards came to meet us and escort us to the king? Are the same number present? Yes, there are still three of us. Something you should be aware of. In the past, when the princess was kidnapped, it was Fantra who impersonated her. Fantra can take on the shape, voice, and appearance of any one of your kingdom. Including you. Including you. Now look uh, at each other with consternation. We're still not sure whether to believe you or not. But come, you may give your story to the king. So should we give up all hope of finding this amulet uh, on the floor of the cave that we're in? No. How are we going to get it back? Let me dive down and take a look and see if I can find it with my hyper-awareness underwater. All right. And do it without shorting myself out, which is <laughs> going to be the even more impressive feat. I'm going to roll my hyper-awareness. Twelve. You find the piece of Shelley's nose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I bring it back to her, and I... If I only had some mortar. What? <laughs> I said if I only had some mortar. You got water all over the place here. Damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <clears throat> it may be sufficient, Shaylee, to simply hold it into place when you are transformed into flesh. Here's hoping. That is my hope, anyway. Indeed. Without you'll be holding a nice, fleshy piece of <laughs> gristle in your hand. Which would be most gross and nauseating. <laughs> and quite in keeping with this episode. Yeah, really. <laughs> now what? Uh, well, we gotta find the time amulet. It may be easier to regain the amulet with the help of the king, but first we must gain his trust. 
I well, suggest we proceed to meet him. I think we need to search these guards. Guards, we need to search you. <laughs> they look at each other and shrug. Oh, oh I thought they were going to argue. Okay, all right then. You search them. They have nothing. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not going to make it a deep cavity search because I just... <laughs> <laughs> You're still getting over the jellyfish all over you. Yeah, I kind of am. Okay, so we'll assume they don't have it. <laughs> Besides, if it's so important to you that you'll hide it in your ass, you can keep the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not really said, by the way. I was just being so okay. <laughs> Make some definitely some interesting uh, time travel scenarios that possible. <laughs> uh, Lovely. Okay, where the hell how are we gonna find this thing? Well, the good news is, guys, we we know we're gonna find it. Do we? How? How do we know that? Well, the same way we knew when Shaylee turned the stone. We know because it already happened in the future. We came to see us. So we know that we're going to be there to We're going to get them. stuck in an infinite loop. We know we traveled. All hands abandon ship. All hands abandon ship. <laughs> I think that's going to be a required line for every episode. <laughs> uh I'll as long end. as it's dealing with time travel, loops it just might be. I can't <laughs> believe corrupts. the fate of the universe are in the hands of these bozos. <laughs> Lucas, <laughs> Lucas, you don't happen to have a time-shifting amulet under your hat, do you? I don't, but I really wish I did. <laughs> the look on your faces would be worth every penny. Shall we proceed to His Majesty? I say we should. Yeah, let's get... Yeah. You'll we can deal with this later. To, to the king's chambers without further incident. He has a... Uh, well, he's the same king you saw before, except this time you're actually going to get to talk to him before he dies. Hey, thank you for the vote of confidence, old game master extraordinaire. <laughs> before he dies... Whoa. Well, it has brought you to my kingdom. Uh, well, I was just going to say, we have... scary <laughs> person. I am not going... No, I'm not taking the bait. I swear to God, I'm not. <laughs> what has brought you to my kingdom? <laughs> Well, we are hoping to save your life, your majesty. Hello? What do you mean, what, what, what? Yes, Oz, we're knights of Shansin. Okay. He says, blustering with wounded pride. Tell me what's your name. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is there any way you can prove to me that you're from the future? Yeah, wait a day or so and you'll find out real quick when you're being poisoned. Do you really think taking that tone with the king is going to further our cause? Please you know, at this my... point, I really don't... 
look, we are in the past with no time thing to get us back home. We have you stuck in your Ben. Well, I can't say that's a pop culture reference. You wouldn't know in your rock form. And frankly, right now, what the king thinks of what I said in my tone is the least of my concerns. Smack, will you do something with this buddy of yours? Please excuse my cranky, cranky friend. (laughs) He was attacked by jellyfish, a tentacled squid or octopus-like creature. And I banged my head on the ceiling down there. That's the other thing I forgot. He banged his head. Which is probably why he forgot (laughs) (laughs) and had to handle broken statue nose he is in fact most distressed but the gravity of the situation remains we expect that you and your kingdom and indeed your daughter Shasta are in great danger a creature capable of shifting shape and assuming the identity and the appearance of any member of your kingdom indeed even any one of the three of us that you see before you will oh. attempt to kidnap the princess. And she is away from a scouting expedition. Where? She's out in the ocean. We have one clue that may assist us. Yes? In the past, as we told you when we discovered this evil plot, we found her sand dollar amulet just outside the entrance. So perhaps to this she king- was returning at the time. Yes, and the attack may have taken place there. If you were to post hidden guards, with our assistance, we may be able to prevent the attack. Well, the. She is supposed to be returning very soon, so we should send you out there now to rest. Okay, I have a question out of character. Uh, <clears throat> yes. <laughs> uh, the first time we went through this, didn't we meet her while she was out scouting? No, you met her. She was just out in the in the uh, corridors of the in the caves, swimming around. And it was Fanta actually that we met. No, I know that, but I mean, I'm just afraid we may have come, despite the fact we didn't see the uh, medallion. I'm wondering if we've come too late to prevent the kidnapping. Ooh, that's possible. I will post you at the entrance to await her return. We can ask no more than this, Majesty, except perhaps to uh, pass among your people the news that our time amulet is missing, and if they can keep an eye out for it, we would be most obliged. Very well, very well. Tonight, the part of the Merpeople King will be played by Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh... As the leader of the three guards, we will take you back to the entrance and we will wait with you for the princess's return. Very good, King Gallic. All right, the guards lead you back through the tunnels, yada yada, outside. And there are uh, two things that become apparent immediately upon stepping outside the caves. 
Oh, good. Okay, well, moving on then. <laughs> the first is that the uh, little, little lion cub... Well, actually, I should say three things. Uh, the little lion cub is out there. He is playing with the time amulets between his paws. <sighs> what the... Yeah, kitty, 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 kitty. Lying beside him is Squeaky McLassankle. Yeah, squeaky, 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 squeaky. They, they uh, look like they may have been doing what cats do while you were... Oh, while you were... <laughs> while you were in the caves. Wait, what? Squeaky is not a cat. Yes, he is. He is? I thought he was a meerkat. A meerkat, not a cat. <laughs> Close enough. A meerkat's not a cat. It's just as disturbing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's more so a cub <laughs> is with a meerkat. And the, I mean, a meerkat. <laughs> and the third thing that is apparent is coming up out of the waves is Shasta being followed closely by Fentra. To be continued. Oh! I knew that was coming. I knew you were building to a cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Moral of the story. (laughs) Well, this should be fun. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know where to begin. Oh, man. <laughs> Kids, today we spent most of our episode trying to figure out how to deal with having essentially too much time on our hands. Mm. Now, fortunately, we were able to use our time amulet to get ourselves in a situation where we were able to do everything we needed to have done. But sometimes when you get homework and chores, it feels like there's just not enough hours in the day to get everything that you need to do. So what you need to do is prepare and schedule some time to do things that are fun so that you have the energy to do the things that aren't. And we know one thing that these bozos aren't good at. It's planning ahead. That's true. Lucas is right, friends. So, kids, if there's something that you particularly don't want to do, like chores or homework, avoid it at all costs. (laughs) And when you're brought to task for it, lie about it (laughs) and say that you meant to do it all along. If you let things go long enough, they'll just disappear and go away by themselves. There may be a bit of trouble at first, maybe even punishment, but look at it this way. Your laziness paid off immediately. And that is the end of the story. All right, I'm going to award you each. Put that in your jellyfish and spread it. <laughs> Adding, uh, wording you each one oomph and three pops. And we don't even deserve that. I'm declining the oomph. I don't need any more oomph. I've got more oomph than I know what to do with. I've got, what is it now, six, seven? 
Six. Oh. You're each at six now. Okay, that's that's good. I like that. That's just fine. All right. So, wow, uh, that was tiring, man. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that was extremely tiring. That was like, wow. I had to like think like crazy. <laughs> I do like a challenge, though. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> that was a good one, Josh. That was very that bizarre, was. but it was good. I, uh, well, I was, I was kind of letting you guys do, you know, I tried to leave it open for you guys to kind of do what you wanted to do sort of thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said what? Three, three, what? Three, uh, three pops. No, what? One, three pops. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to write it down. One. Oop. All right. Uh, <laughs> or two, two, two damn many possibilities. <laughs> it's kind of like, Blank slate syndrome. What the hell can we possibly do here? Uh, well. Once you guys got moving, I think it was... Uh, I, I think the most entertaining thing was having you guys talk to yourselves. That I was pretty thoroughly good, yeah. enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you guys enjoyed it half as much as I did. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was okay. I was yeah. having a good time. And uh, Shaylee uh, and... Blade Star going at it in quad. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, the cliffhanger acted both as a cliffhanger and a resolution to two major mysteries. So it's kind of like this is not something that they're going to have to worry about or that we, uh, we as players are going to have to worry about for the next thing. Yeah. Because I was all bent out of shape over the time amulet being missing and the fact that Fantra could be anybody. Yep. But having her appear as a, a recognizable figure at the end and knowing – I don't actually <laughs> – at the risk of putting ideas in Josh's head, which is probably the second most dangerous thing I could do, <laughs> uh, I was thinking that squeaky McGlass ankle and the cub would end up activating the damn thing and going to the <laughs> – you know, appearing in the primordial ooze never to be seen again. Along I was with the more dog. afraid they would start breeding – yeah, it's much, uh, much worse. Yeah. What's coming? <laughs> By far. <laughs> no! Well, um, you have to wonder if they've successfully bred. Scary. Very scary. Uh, oh, my wife is the best. She just brought me fresh coffee. You, I'm sorry, you drink coffee at 10 o'clock at night? Wow. I, I drink coffee don't think at all I times. drink anything other than coffee. Oh, wait a minute, I had an iced tea once. It was in 19... 19 I can't remember the year. Anyway. Oh, that's just... I, would be yeah, I love hours. coffee. I am a huge coffee drinker. Uh, I like my caffeine cold and carbonated. Thank you. <sighs> Although McDonald's does have a really good iced hazelnut coffee that I enjoy. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> You're going to drink coffee. Drink coffee. It is coffee. No, it's hazelnut crap. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, are not a Starbucks fan. I love Starbucks. I just I'm, get I'm, coffee there. <laughs> I'm just listening to a an entire Dennis Leary routine running through my head. 
at high speed. Okay. Okay, it's done. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you guys enjoyed the, the, uh, the game. Uh, that was excellent, and I blame myself <laughs> for how convoluted it uh, it tended to get <laughs> from one point to the next. It, when we broke away from ourselves and actually had to go and do things, it got a little bit easier. <laughs> well, I'm sure we haven't seen the last of that. We're dealing with time travel. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's, it's the two most important things now are to keep Fanter from attacking the princess and getting hold of that time amulet before we do. It's going to be a leap fest. Yeah, well, we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Squeaky, no! But the okay. cub likes you, so hopefully that'll work. Yeah, hopefully it won't mind too much when I gravity grip it, like, <laughs> across, <laughs> across the rocks, scraping it across the cave. Damn <laughs> 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 amulet! <laughs> Uh, Here, have a fish. <laughs> too, fun. too fun. Yeah, I'll trade you the amulet for a fish. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> All right, guys. My tanks are done. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Give my regards to uh, Auntie... What? I'm sorry. I don't want to screw up her name. Oh, yeah, well, Auntie Ed, Mrs. Adam 5. Auntie Ed. The, yeah. And... Uh, you guys have an excellent rest of the evening and a super rest of the week. You, as you well. too. Hello? Hi. Yeah, listen. Um, this is the beginning of the show. Yeah, I know. Can you tell me uh, what, what, what's up? What, what, what are we going to listen to? Well, I can't tell you everything. I know you can't tell me everything. Otherwise, I wouldn't listen to it. Yeah, alright, well, what it is is Cartoon Action Hour, number 7. Cartoon Action Hour, number 7, okay. Anything special about this one? Well, they're all special. I know. I mean, what do we need to know about it? Well, the same stuff that you should tell people. One, that you're Anim 5 and that you're in it. Okay. You should also tell them that uh, Josh recorded it and Blind Geek edited the whole thing. Okay. Good. Anything else? Well, it kind of has a lot to do with a very difficult thing. Can you be more specific than that? I knew you were going to ask me this. How'd you know I was going to ask you that? Because I already asked me, and I'm you. This relates to the difficult thing, isn't it? Doesn't it? Won't it? It will have by the time you reach me. Oh. Okay. I'm going to be saying all this stuff again, aren't I? Yes, you are. Here at the end of the show. That's who you called, isn't it? Yes. All right, then. Time travel. Good luck. Why don't you just hang up and uh, let the people that downloaded the show listen to the show. It's Cartoon Action Hour. It's number seven. It's got a lot of cool, fun stuff that has to do with time travel. And I think they saw it coming because that's how, you, how it uh, ended up in the last Cartoon Action Hour. They decided they were going to use that time amulet, remember? Oh. Well, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so they're kind of anticipating something like this. Right. Okay. Can I go now? <laughs>